Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely, talented, and got your Grizzlies rally cap on today, Miss Southern Shell. How's it going? It's going good. You ready for the you ready for the Grizzlies to go ahead and end this first series tonight? Yeah, yeah. I hope they do. I hope they do too. So we I went like to, to a Grizzlies game this week. We did. We went to What to, was that Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh when, was it Wednesday night? I don't remember what night it was. It wasn't the Tuesday night, I think. Yeah. You said something to me. Uh, I found tickets uh, on stuff of I said, Chill, you wanna go to the game? I said, not really. <laughs> I talked to you. And you said I got parking passes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. With you. As long as you got a parking pass, you can park the garage. Hey, it don't get any easier than that. That was an awesome. Uh, don't game. tell anybody my secrets. Going to the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not going to StubHub and do not buy parking passes. <laughs> if you do not have a parking pass, it's not fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's a lot of free for, free yeah, for all. Yeah, you got to go downtown and risk getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. Don't recommend. Yeah. Well, you have don't to. Don't hang out there late hours. Yeah. You have to, uh, Welcome to Memphis. find a parking spot. They was whooping that oh. trick all night. <laughs> Did they normally close the game with whoop that trick? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Usher was there. <laughs> I was like, I thought this was family. <laughs> the kids seemed into it. I was like, the crowd Michael loved it. I was like, it. you know, big 3-6 fan. I was like, yeah, my kind of place. <laughs> Whole way out, they're all whooping that trick. <laughs> kids and everybody. That was, like, that was an awesome game to go to because it was pretty tight. You know, through the game, and then uh, they kind of fell behind. The whole game, like they got up the first, I don't know, six plays, yeah. mm-hmm. scored early, and then they they went down in the first and never come back. And Jaw was having a horrible game, and for some reason he decided to turn it on. I think it's because Usher was there with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> when that was quarter, cool. Y'all may not know quarter. this, but uh, Jaw is a Traeger man, or his dad is at least. I I took him a. I, I had to. I had the opportunity to. To get a Traeger in their hands, was it last year? Took them yeah, it was last year. And uh, his dad, T, loves to cook, so he's into cooking on Traeger. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go to his house and everything. Was, you didn't meet Jaw that No, time. he was flying somewhere. I forget yeah. where he was. I think he was hurt at the time or something, but it was a, I got to meet his dad. I, I got to see his house. <laughs> <laughs> All of his rides. <laughs> I can't but, tell anybody where it is. Yeah, but that was a, uh, it was a great game. Um yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. That was, uh, that was, um, man, I I hadn't been to the forum in forever, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I, it's electric, man. If you hadn't been to, I'll say that a playoff like that. NBA game, and I'm not. I mean, of course, we got the Grizzlies in our backyard, so it's like we're de facto NBA fans now because you got to pull for home teams, right? Yeah, yeah. You and so, can. yeah, but TV does not do it justice when you go and it's. I mean, every minute of the game is pumped up. I mean, it's cool. Basketball and baseball is way more fun to watch in person than, than, than on at TV. Home. And yeah, to me, football's yeah. the opposite. Yeah. I hate watching football in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, really? You yeah. like watching football at home? Yeah, I love it. I can, I can see that. Yeah, gotta get your own tailgate going at home. Yeah, exactly. I think football's a little harder to track, like the field, um, yeah. when you're watching yeah. it and understanding what's going on. I like hockey live too. Oh yeah, hockey I prefer to go to hockey live. We used to have a hockey team locally. They were like a the River minor Kings. League. Yeah, is that yeah. minor league? Yeah, yeah. very minor. <laughs> <laughs> minor league hockey's awesome. Though. It was so much fun. <laughs> it's a lot of goons, <laughs> a lot of fights. You can get glass seats real easy. Yeah. You know? 
beers usually cheap. Heck yeah. It's just a, it's a fun time. I hate we don't have them anymore. Yeah. And those type of stadiums are kind of small, so it's easy to maneuver around yeah, in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I didn't realize they got replaced with the Memphis Hustle. Uh, yeah. So now there's a basketball Yeah, team yeah, yeah, there. it is. They play up in Landers right yep. up in South Haven. Oh, that might be fun to go watch. Yeah. So it's minor league they're basketball? Doing, I think they're doing an indoor soccer there, league. too. I've never been to indoor soccer either. Isn't that like the 901 or something like that? Yeah, well, there's one they play. The 901, I think, plays at Redbirds. Okay. They share Redbirds, so it's an outdoor soccer league, and then oh, they have okay. an indoor soccer league, too. That would be cool to go watch. Yeah. It, um, are they doing rugby out here, too? There's some There's league. a Memphis Rugby League. I've yeah. never never been to a match or anything. I don't know much about rugby. I hadn't either. Seems I'd like brutal. To yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably like, like it. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I will say, they did not have nachos at the game. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Not in the section we were in. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was more like walking. it was some kind of beef and then <laughs> – Shrimp they had hot pasta. dogs. Yeah, they yeah. did have hot dogs. Because they sell rendezvous nachos on the second level, and yeah. they're so good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was – that was my thing. Yeah. Well, we got a parking pass, and I can eat some nachos for dinner. You so. could have. <laughs> you just had to go down to the regular level. Yeah, I just yeah. needed to go down one yeah. level. But they play again tonight. So – I like the fact that Hennessy was on was at the bar. It's like everything's in. <laughs> it's like the special drinks was in. I was like, yeah. Michael so, asked me, uh, "You gonna get you some Hennessy?" I did. Mom? Did you? Double <laughs> <laughs> shot. Don't lie. Did you? <laughs> I'm not gonna go to a bar. It's got Hennessy. Not get one. Well, that's what they're specialty. <laughs> was it good? That, heck yeah, I like some cognac. I do too. That yak. <laughs> They had something called the Blue, the blue Mule, one? I think. That was really, really It was good. a strawberry something hen was a special drink when we went. I guess they changed it up. Mm-hmm, probably so. Did you finish that at the bar? Uh, before I got back to my seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. That was yeah, not brought I up. I slipped that one in. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Had to turn it up for the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to get bucked. <laughs> it's hard out here for a film. <laughs> <laughs> the draft is going on this weekend. Yeah. Vikings got them. Uh, what were, who, I saw we drafted the go Safety first. I didn't stay up and watch it. I, I stayed. I was watching it up to the twelfth pick, and all of a sudden they traded that pick. <laughs> you were like, "Well, dang! I want to, uh, you know, I wanted to get a quarterback." <laughs> they were doing a lot of moving and trading. Man, you know. that was a, um, according to everything I read this morning. First round was kind of shook up, and uh, you know, it was you know, wasn't wasn't didn't go as it was expected. There was yeah. only one quarterback taken. That's in so unusual. In the first round, so it was a heavy defense offense. Uh, some uh, D backs went off early. That they didn't, you know, interesting. I just, I don't see, and now don't get me wrong, the draft's okay. I don't have any, you know, that's where you get your new players and all that. But going to that live, like on TV, it was like thousands and thousands of people out there in Vegas for this <laughs> drafted. I mean, I don't get it. It can't be that exciting. Maybe people are just that bored right now. Yeah. <laughs> want some football excitement, yeah. but I'm not dressing up and going out there and standing on all those crowds of people to see who they pick. Come yeah. On. You think they were family yeah. of people that were getting picked? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, bit. maybe that. Maybe some super fan. I don't know. It was. I do think super fans go out yeah, there. Like a, yeah. I mean, I like football, but dang, ain't, ain't that devoted? It was in Vegas this yeah, year. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good reason to go to Vegas. But yeah. <laughs> I could have watched it from the sports book or something. So do you think the line on the Grizzlies is nights uh, minus one? So go ahead and make that money because it's going. <laughs> 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 Heard it here first. <laughs> 
Do you think the Vikings are shaping up to have a good team this year? Uh, about average. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got good. I've got high expectations, like always. Not as much as Cowboy fans, where they think they're going to win Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, every year <laughs> we'd like to make the playoffs. Man, I wish they'd have traded. I didn't know the Titans were dumping AJ Brown. They traded him oh. to the Eagles. Whoa, that's I'd crazy. love for him to have been a Viking. Did you have him on your money. No. fantasy app? No, he's just old Miss guy. Okay, that's why I recognize the name. Yeah. yeah. I did see a Mississippi State guy get drafted last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross. Yeah, Cross. Still waiting for quarterback to go off. I was just watching it while you, you know, I was doing something else, and you had the TV on watching it, and they just kept showing this uh, one little, uh, it wasn't little, it was a big old quarterback-looking yeah. dude, real handsome, blonde hair, you know, the type, yeah, yeah. sitting there just looking all all sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just kept like picking, 20. yeah, they kept picking other people. Oh, he did? So, Steelers yeah. took him. So. He just kept looking all yeah. sad. His girlfriend <laughs> was sitting there looking all nervous. Somebody pick him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was disappointed. Yeah, I will see where Crow goes, though. I, I figured he'd go in the second round. Wish he'd have stayed one more year, but hey, get that second round money, I guess. <laughs> so this week you did a recipe on lemon pepper chicken. Quarters. I did. Them lemon, lemon pepper steppers. <laughs> it's hard. You know, it's hard to beat chicken leg quarters on a grill. I mean, to me, that's like ultimate barbecue food. I think of, when I think of chicken plates, I think of leg quarters. Now, most often they're yeah. glazed in a sauce and kind of char grill, but these, I wanted to do something that would pair good with the white sauce. And so the citrus goes with it because it's got citrus elements in the white sauce. And so I kind of made up my version of a easy lemon pepper seasoning using like Tone's lemon pepper with equal parts AP. And then I added some herbs like some parsley and some uh, rosemary and a little bit of thyme in that. And it made a really good seasoning. Yeah. Like that lemon pepper stepper seasoning, that's might be might be on the developing something there. <laughs> Add a little bit of a few tweaks to it. But I like the way it turned out on the skin. And it may, and using the. You like lemon pepper chicken knife. I do. I do. Yeah. Like, I like lemon pepper. I like lemon pepper wings. I like lemon pepper on seafood. Like, uh, you know, it just goes. Yeah. A little bit of spice with some lemon or some citrus flavor it goes really good uh, on fish and, and, and especially on chicken too. But um, I did, I used the Weber this week. I had the vortex in the center of it so I could kind of create indirect heat, but it's high heat because the way. The vortex throws so much of the heat up into the dome of the Weber, and it kind of rolls down over whatever you got on the grate on the outside, and it is excellent on chicken skin. It makes it. I mean, crispy. it does. It does. It gets it to where it's you don't have that soggy skin, yeah. chewy. It's hot enough heat to to render that fat underneath the skin, so it makes it really bite through, and it can, the seasonings you put on it kind of gets crispy. Um, I loved it. It was like that was an easy cook. I mean, the I don't even know what I'd say the hardest part of it is. Maybe not burning yourself when you're glazing around the <laughs> yeah, vortex. Yeah. I like what but, you uh, did with the butter, too. You, yeah. you grilled the lemons for just a minute. So I, so I took some lemons, and I just split them in half. And when I put the chicken on, I let the chicken get started. And I set where I had some extra room on the grate. I just set those lemons cut side down on the grate. And it gets a little char on them, but it heats up that oil and that juice and warms it up. And, man, those were Meyer lemons that we picked up at Kroger, and they were so juicy and yeah. flavorful. And I do you think the, it was because they were just good lemons and we got lucky, or do you think I the wouldn't grilling think it's it, lemon season right now? Yeah. You know, I think the so, grilling it brought it out. I think the grilling it brought it out, loosened it yeah. up. Yeah, and I just squeezed that 
squeeze those grilled lemon juice into the stick of melted butter and added some of the seasoning that I put on the chicken. It made an awesome little baste. Yeah, it did. The good thing about using that vortex like that is when you're basting with, say, butter or oil or you've got something in there, you're not going to get any flame-ups because it is indirect heat. So we're just using the the flavor and the butter and the heat that as it heats up that butter on the skin kind of browns it a little bit, and it makes it even crispier. It's like it wants to fry it almost in that high heat. Yeah. So I really like that. I was kind of surprised. I was a little worried because I've seen you do chicken, you know, uh, wings with the vortex, but the chicken quarters are so much bigger. Yeah. I was worried they would start burning in those high heats, but they didn't. They didn't. No, 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 they didn't. And I didn't flip them or anything. Yeah. I just left them skin up the whole way. The bottom was perfect. When you, when you I, mean, I, showed, I think I picked it up and showed it in the video. You kind of see the bottom too. But um, they were, I mean, it was perfect. It was perfectly cooked. I did, I spent some time trimming those thighs. Now, there's been plenty of times where I've just bought the, was it a four pound bag of leg quarters? That, and I don't think they were but like 10 bucks. They're cheap. And I would, you know, usually I, they come froze, I guarantee it, to the store. By the time they sit out in the cooler, they've kind of thawed out some. But usually, I mean, I've, I've taken them and thrown them right in a brine or a marinade, even seasoned them right out of the bag and put them on the grill. But this time I took my time. Um, the, way, the way you get these leg quarters, they split them off, and so they still have part of that spine, the backbone that runs on them. So what I did, I took my knife and just kind of cleaned off any of the excess fat and stuff was on them. And then I went in at that thigh joint and just popped it and then trimmed that piece of backbone back off. And I left plenty of skin like come over the back so it would tuck around that leg quarter. And it made a beautiful presentation on them. Uh, it's really simple to do. Just take your time and clean those leg quarters up a little bit. You don't have to. It just looks better. Yeah. you. I mean, it didn't take you what, And you don't lose any meat. You don't do lose any meat cutting the back off. Yeah, it took me maybe 20 minutes. It wasn't bad. But um, I do think that um, that you get cooking leg quarters like that, you get a lot of meat. Yeah, I mean, and it's, and it's good. Yeah, and food. I mean, you could if I cook breasts like that, bone in breast, it's gonna. I mean, it'll get done, but they're gonna. It's gonna be dry. I mean, it's just so hard to nail it. Those leg quarters, I took them up to 190, 195, Some of them were, and they were just juicy as they could be. Um. So. I usually look on YouTube to see what other videos are there. Um, I didn't see any lemon pe- pepper grilled chicken quarter recipes. Really? Not yeah. one? Yeah. They had some baked lemon checker. I found a few baked yeah. quarters, lemon pepper quarters, and I found plenty of grilled lemon pepper, like breasts, wings, whatever. But You're missing out not trying it on them. It's, it's, I mean, it's super good. Now you could use that. You, you could use regular barbecue rub if you wanted to, do them the exact same way. Yeah. But a try, I, I, I think folks should try the lemon pepper on them. If you it's like good. Pepper, yeah. yeah. Well, add an AP to it, you get the savory. You get the salt, and the pepper, and the garlic. And then you add the citrus and a little bit more spice from some more extra black pepper. And just the herbs, it's just a real fresh, savory, citrusy flavor. And it's kind of balanced. It's not like over the top lemon pepper. Yeah. Like if somebody said they didn't like lemon flavor, they would not. They wouldn't pick it up. I mean, you'd know there might be some citrus. Oh, they'd pick it up. It wouldn't, but it wouldn't be over. <laughs> it wouldn't be overpowering. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's balanced. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I'm not that crazy about lemon pepper f- seasonings. Um, and I thought it was really good. Yeah. I couldn't stop eating it. They were good, especially with that white sauce. And that was the key at the end. I didn't straight out the bottle. And you know, I've got a white sauce recipe out there. You can try it. I mean. Yeah. It's easy to make too, but uh, you could use any white sauce you could and drizzle it over it. 
I don't know. Um, There's not a lot of good bottled barbecue barbecue sauce and the lemon pepper probably wouldn't. I've never tried that combo. I don't think. I think you would lose some of the lemon pepper yeah, side of it yeah. if you did that. But just a simple butter sauce would be good too, though. Do you think people have something against chicken leg quarters? I don't know. If they they do, they're missing out. <laughs> like I you mean, were saying, like as a kid, I remember you know when the fire department would. Yeah, that's plate. what they sold. That's what everybody ate. You got to play. Yeah. It was the chicken leg quarters. Yeah. I loved them. I don't know why. I mean, bang for your buck, I mean, pound for pound, price wise, whatever. Meat and the, the meat they yield, it's a great bargain. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. Um, I did. Some when do you think barbecue chicken? What, what comes to your mind? I mean, is it leg quarters or is it pieces or? I mean, it's either usually, thighs or leg quarters. Yeah. When, people, when I think barbecue chicken, I think leg quarters. And then I guess my competition breast. side, it ain't breast. Yeah. yeah. When I think of when you say grilled chicken, automatically chicken breast, grilled chicken. You know, you don't say, "Oh, I'm gonna go grill some thighs or grilled leg quarters." Maybe grilled legs, but most of the time it's a grilled chicken breast. And then when I say wings, I don't. I think of them either smoked or fried. So I did some of my favorite things and got some scientific facts. Okay, let's hear it. I like the scientific. <laughs> So I started thinking about dark meat versus white meat, you know? Mm-hmm. Where do you fall on the line, first off? I think it, you're a white meat white, white meat man. I eat more wings than I do anything. Yeah. So I, I would say, yeah. But if but, we bought a bucket of chicken. Oh, if we get the eight-piece family pack, I'm going for the big pieces, the daddy the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I want them thighs. I'm a breast and, like, usually if I go somewhere and I'll get a two-piece combo, it'll be a breast and wing. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm the get. thighs. You want a thigh and a leg or thighs. two thighs? Don't I, I mean, they're I okay. Messing with them breasts. They're okay, but I mean, I and I like dark meat. Don't get me wrong, but I, if I have my picking of a piece of chicken, I'm probably gonna pick a wing. A wing. Yeah. In any preparation. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not any preparation. Like if it's with a dish, it's probably gonna be breasts, like pasta yeah. or something like that. Nobody's cooking thighs and fettuccine no. you know what i mean <laughs> no they're not <laughs> for presentation alone yeah. yeah but those grilled boneless skinless thighs and putting them in stuff like making fajitas or cutting them up and putting them in jambalaya or tacos, any kind of dish yeah. like that they were in tacos they work great they really do and people don't know it i slip them in all the time just because they have more flavor. Yeah. I mean, they do. And they stay juicier they don't dry yeah. out. my deal with fried chicken thighs is people they don't they're not what I call cleaned, all the excess <laughs> fat and all that's not been taken off of them. I know. And so you bite into them and you get these pockets of fat in there. And I can't stand that. You don't get that on a breast. I know what I'm getting when I'm getting a chicken breast. But if you can take the time and clean, like barbecue chicken thighs, when I scrape the skin and all that for contest, those are awesome. When you scrape yeah. the skin. <laughs> When's the last scrape? time you scraped the skin? <laughs> It's been a while. <laughs> it's I've been got a while. the best chicken <laughs> trimmer in the world. I'm out of practice. Lives under my roof. <laughs> so dark meat versus white meat. Ditch the idea that white meat is healthier. Both white and dark meat have positive nutritional qualities. White meat does contain less fat and less calories than dark meat. However, the differences are very small. Dark meat is also richer in nutrients than white meat and contains more iron and zinc. Huh. Maybe that's why you maybe you had an iron deficiency or something. You <laughs> Probably need, you need to, you crave that. Uh. <laughs> White meat has a milder taste, uh, while dark meat has a fattier, chickenier taste. I agree with that. <laughs> so the different muscles in the animal are used to do different things. 
So your dart cuts, like your drumsticks, your thighs, they are used for holding the animal up and walking. So they are required to work for longer, sustained periods of time. The white cuts are uh, required to perform short, short bursts of energy, like flapping their wings. Yeah, you know, so, in the cages, they, they raise them in. They ain't doing no walking or flapping <laughs> nothing. They're just sitting there blowing up. <laughs> like they go from chick to full-grown fryer in a week. <laughs> You're right. They ain't walking I think it's else. dark because they, they cut the circulation off. <laughs> <laughs> they can't move, so the circulation's cut off, turns the meat dark. That's just my theory. Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so dark meat cuts come from the muscles that use more oxygen and have more iron. Okay. Iron is held in a protein called myoglobin. You're getting way too scientific <laughs> on this. And that's what gives it its darker, darker color. Darker color, okay. This um, is the stuff that makes my wife cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. She watches all these documentaries all the time. Well, how chickens are raised yeah. cruelly or whatever. That we can't eat Zaxby's for a couple weeks until she gets over it. That's all things. How does she feel when she goes down the highway and she sees the truck of them all crammed in there? Oh, it's looking like good. they're getting wind blasted. I saw one with his little foot sticking out. He's trying to pull it. It made me sad. That was last bad. week. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, hmm. Delicious chicken wings. <laughs> look at them. That's what I look at. Look at that load of chicken wings. Mm, nuggets. Right there. <laughs> as fresh as it gets right there. Okay, one more point. <laughs> this is interesting. In contrast, breast meat of a duck is actually darker because ducks fly and use that muscle for a long, sustained periods of time. Okay. So that's why it gets that's dark, why so much dark meat on them. They're using way more of their... Yeah, so that's the dark meat on the ducks. That's what the difference. They're using them So more. I wonder if you you know got a couple generations in on some pen-raised ducks with that meat Turn lighter? I don't know. This is Maybe so. Can you pin raise dogs? <laughs> okay. Pin raise chickens. I guess you could. Yeah. I don't know. That's good facts, though. Doing some <laughs> research. I got more. But you got more. You got not gonna, more. I'm not going to go down there. You gave me that. You're not going to bore us with the rest of the side, too. So. <laughs> Let me start feeling bad for the chickens I'm eating. Thinking about them too much. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about them right now. <laughs> so. Would you turn your nose up at a dark meat chicken salad? Yes. <laughs> I want chicken salad made out of, of, of white meat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what about dark meat in your chicken and dumplings? Yes. <laughs> I don't want that. I mean, so. I use a whole chicken. We use a whole life. chicken. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really, you don't really know. But if it was just all dark meat, it wouldn't, I would be something wrong there. That's just my preference. Yeah. I ain't saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's my preference. Yeah. So you you fall typically more on the white yeah. meat spectrum. White meat spectrum. Yeah. I ain't gonna shake my head at a at a light a leg or a thigh, but that's all they got, you know. I used to love legs as a kid, but Yeah, and I feel like legs are more what kids eat. Yeah. I have you seen the ones that people have been doing where they're like Butterflying the leg open and yeah, cooking them. I like an air fryer. I hadn't tried them yet. Yeah. yeah, I've seen them on TikToks where they're doing them on the air fryer, but I've seen them doing them on the grill too. And it's like you take the knife and you go down the bone and just kind of fillet it back off the bone. You leave it on the bone, but you lay it open and it gives you more surface area, I guess, to grill. You have to roll it. I guess yeah. you just flip it one time. But it looks interesting. I mean, appearance ain't the greatest when it's done, but I'd try it though. I'd try it too. Especially if you could get it kind of crispy on all those sides, yeah. you know? Something to try. Yeah. So last week, we went to our very first crawfish cook-off. We did, down in Metairie, Louisiana, and man, it was fun. 
had a it was fun. It was a great I've never been to a, a crawfish contest. So let me set it up for you. It had it was at this uh Catholic school and they had like a uh, in their parking lot, you know, by by the building the gym, the buildings or whatever. They had it all like a vent fenced off and they made one entrance in and out and they sold wristbands and that's how the public went in. And once you get in, it's like a barbecue contest. Everybody's got their 10 by 10 tent set up and some of them's 10 by 20, just depending, I guess, on how much money they pay. <laughs> but they got booths set up and they're all back there cooking crawfish. They got a table across the front of them. They got their little box for the public to vote and they give you like each wristband, you got five votes. Is that right? I think so. I think so. Yeah, you, you got five, five tickets, and you were you were the public was going around, and you go from booth to booth, and they give you little trays of crawfish, and you they had a tin air if you wanted to. They had tables standing up down the middle. You could stand and eat, but you tried them, and if you liked them, you went back and put a vote in their box, and you were supposed to. Was there forty something teams? I think so. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, and man, they were. It was a well old machine. I mean, they had people running live sacks of crawfish on little two-wheeler hand dollies at the whole time. Constantly. There was a whole trash. You can imagine how much how much garbage they're accumulating from throwing away the shells. And they had crews taking that out. I mean, it was it, – and, and I never saw a booth that didn't have some crawfish ready to go. And they had people – it looks like they some of them had street patrols walking around. Hey, try our crawfish. We're right over here. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of carnival barking style. There was one to guy, get you. he had tamales that he had – Cooked in really, the, yeah. I see those. But you could only get one if you gave him a ticket. Oh, that's a, that's a good scheme there. Yeah, you know Michael. he was getting. Did you give him one? Michael did. Yeah. Yeah. So it was but, delicious. So from the judging side, that was all the public. Now from my side of it, they asked me not. To, they asked the judges not to eat any crawfish when you got there, to wait and sit down and say, "Well, you're fresh," you know. And so I had to watch y'all. <laughs> well, me and Michael went right at it. We yeah. were taking our job seriously. <laughs> Michael really did. Like, he's like, I'm judging all 40 of these. <laughs> and we did. We did y'all make around. it through all of them? Towards the end, you know how you started getting full at that point. You yeah. know, we've eaten a lot of crawfish. And there was a bunch of people that were in between getting some fresh crawfish out. And we would skip them and we didn't go yeah. back. So, But we did make the way around every team. So if you had it out fresh, we, we tried it. So from the I'd the say actual, we tried twenty five to thirty teams. Oh, that's pretty wow. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You found some really good ones. I found some really good ones. I was surprised uh, at how much the citrusy ones I really liked. Yeah, those are some of my favorites. Well, from from the judging standpoint, from what I did, they had a little judging area, and they had it broke up into three tables. And I think there was on my table there was five of us. I think some tables had six judges, but you know, there's probably. If I had to guess, probably 18, 18 to 20 judges there is what it was about. And the team's blind box entry. So they had like a take-to-go container like you see at a barbecue or steak contest. They put their crawfish in it. They had a set time. They turn them in. But we're sitting there, and we don't know. We just got a score sheet in front of us. And the scoring, I had no idea how you were going to do it. It was super simple. It was like, okay, we're ranking them. You give them a number, one through ten, on what you think. And you can you give, give multiple tens. No. They, I mean, they the only stipulation they gave us they asked us they asked to to only try one crawfish because we were going to try so many, and if you needed to go back in and get a second one because the first one you know didn't tell properly or just something was wrong with it, you could go back and get a second yeah. one. But it wasn't like you were sitting there eating a whole box of crawfish. They asked us to start at I mean, an average crawfish would have been a six and kind of go up from there. 
is how you did it. Yeah. And so it's kind of, that's a lot like they tell you in barbecue. Yeah. But there wasn't presentation. There wasn't, you know, tenderness. You didn't have all that. It was just an overall score, one through 10. And that's how we do ours. Our yeah. It's kind of what it's the exact same way we do our inner office contest when we bring people in to judge. It's just give us a one through 10 on it and we'll tally them up and make it, you know. I've always hated the judging of, okay, judge one through 10, but we really only want you to judge six through 10. Yeah. That irks me. Just set it six through 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what if somebody five? really, really sucks? You don't want to give them an average score of a six if they know that that's a one. You got to have, like, you got to go back to the drawing board. I just but, think you give people the numbers and you want them to work inside work. those numbers. Yeah. Instead of give, I don't know. I think you don't think you get better scores giving them a range. Because, uh, that's arguable. That so would be, yeah. That way it helps. Because when you, don't, when, you limp, when you narrow it down to only a few numbers, you're setting yourself up for ties. Yeah, you do. So having that range, it gives you a little bit wider. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't just think, think we it, had any ties. I didn't stick around for the whole total scoring, but. It opens the, the door for bad judging, in my yeah. opinion. So the the way they did it, they would bring us three teams at one, three boxes at one time, and they had a code on them, like two letters, and that's what was on our score sheet. So you looked at the box, you got the letter, you got your crawfish out, you tried it, you know, you marked it accordingly, and then you went to the next box. So we did three at a time, and we had like four rounds that first the prelim round. How many times did you go back in and eat a second crawfish? Only twice. And it was just because the tail, you know, didn't yeah. do right or something. You know, I was trying to really yeah. break it down. I mean, most of them, most of the contestants just put them in the box. Like, you could tell they just scooped them in. There was no garnish. There was no sides. Nothing like that could be in there. It was supposed to be crawfish only. And some of them, like a few of the really good boxes, had took the time and kind of arranged them in there. Like shingled Yeah, 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 yeah. For real. They look really good. <laughs> I was like, dang, you open that one up and it's – it's like judging with your eyes first. You mm-hmm. look at it, it's like, man, those look good. You think somebody put a little care into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so I didn't have any that were like bad, I wouldn't say. I didn't have any like below five. There was, I mean, I may have gave a six, just an average. But there was nothing bad. And there were some that were really, really good that were definite tens, you know. That's just the way it goes. It was just like it was, I didn't really know what to think because I'd never done it before. Yeah. But I kind of assumed that you're going to have – Several that are average, some that are bad, and then some that are really, really good. And that's kind of the way it was. Yeah. We had two or three that was, you know, really, really good. That, I didn't have any that were bad. I had one or two that was a little like lacking in flavor, yeah, I'd say. That was mine. I had I had I think there were two of mine. It was just like they boiled up in nothing but salt and water. Yeah. And there's no other flavor in it. And it was salty. You know how when you get salt and it's just kind of hot. It's, it does something to the inside of your mouth. It's so salty. Yeah. That's what it was. And I was like, oh, that ain't good. It was like, it's almost like they're bull peanuts. You know how bull peanuts <laughs> yeah, have that yeah. salty, briny taste? Yeah. That's all the crawfish had. But then I had I had one. I got some citrus notes that were really good, like you were talking about. We had one that was a jalapeno, and it did really well, but it was jalapeno and not hot. So it had a lot of jalapeno flavor that you I could like pick that. up on. And the, every judge on my table was like, man, that's different. You know, it set itself apart without being spicy. And then yeah. we did have one that was like, that's the hot one. You yeah. know? And I was kind of concerned, like, you know, to me, it'd be really easy to cook a way spicy, overloaded, hot crawfish and ruin everybody else. But I didn't have any that was like that. I didn't I mean, have any one that was crazy, next. crazy hot. So after that prelim round, after all the judges judged the first round, they took the top 10 scores and brought those same boxes back. And this is where it kind of got tough because you can imagine at the time, those boxes had done been around, sitting there. They'd done been around to the tables. 
So they've been picked over the first round. Five or six of them at minimum were gone, often more than that. And then they had to go through and, you know, everybody was judging them. So all of the judges judged the top ten, and we were supposed to get one each. So that was that was a little tough. I mean, they were because re- all the crawfish in the Joe, top ten were re- were good. Yeah. You know, they were kind of close. So did you re rank? Did you give them a one through ten type ranking, or did you just just rescore them again? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say you know you didn't have to differentiate again because there's yeah. so many judges, the chances of them duplicating. That, and that's a good thing about having so many judges. But what makes it tough to me is like so we got a box and it only had a few in it. I mean, you know, that probably was a good box and it was, but it's just. Um, I would have liked to have seen them go notify those top 10 teams and get a fresh, and then get box. A fresh box and yeah. come back at it. That way you got some hot crawfish ready to go again. Okay. And it gives those teams another fair chance to start back over, basically, if you're going to run them through that way. There's That'd a difference been cool, between but, cold crawfish and hot yeah, crawfish. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and that was I mean, that was what, that was what probably if I had to complain, and I'm not complaining at all, but the crawfish get cooler sitting out, yeah. you know. It's nice when they're piping hot and fresh. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, man, those are some fantastic crawfish. Great event. Um, I definitely recommend if y'all. I mean, you know, that this was the tenth year, I think, for the the St. Catharines one. They had go a- see that one next year. They already. Had, I mean, they asked me if I was ready to come back. I said, "Heck yeah, go ahead and put me down." <laughs> but there's there's crawfish events like this everywhere down in Louisiana, the Gulf Coast, because there what was there, four or five going that weekend in the New Orleans yeah, area we saw? that was a saw. great weekend to do it. Yeah. The weather was nice. Yeah, shout it out was... to our local man, our local friend, Kevin Todd, KT. He's He's been cooking and selling crawfish here in Hernando area, man, over 10 years. I don't know how long. Probably longer than that. Probably longer than that. But he went down and at the, Gulf, uh, the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum, is, I guess it's in Biloxi. I thought it was a casino. It was sponsored by Island View oh, okay. Casino, okay. but it was at the Coliseum. They had a three-day crawfish festival down there. The middle day, they had a contest. I don't know how many teams was in it, but he won. It's like a $2,500 crawfish win. That's too. pretty so awesome. He, yeah, he, he kicked butt down there and showed him how to cook it. I saw him, like, he somebody vi- uh, videoed it and put it on Facebook, and the guy was, you know, when they call out the awards or whatever, and Kevin goes up, get, counts out his money, $100 at a time. <laughs> and then they ask him where he's from. He's like, Hernando, Mississippi. And it's like, goes quiet. It's like, nobody's expecting. You know, they're probably you know, yeah. some parish down there, somewhere yeah. on the coast. No. <laughs> a Yankee from up DeSoto County. <laughs> Way up north in DeSoto County, Mississippi. Come down there and try to, to do it. So That would be fun. I mean, I think hey, you would enjoy you know, cooking one. Oh, yeah. I'd love doing one. I'd love doing one. It, I don't know. I guess all the teams probably, I don't know how many, most of them cooked. I would I would guess seven to ten sacks. But it seemed like the crawfish was rolling. And they had a big crowd at the one we were at. Yeah. I was at several thousand people, it seemed like. It, it was, the bands were good. The whole event, I kept walking around looking and, you know, just trying to get ideas because mm-hmm. I'd love to throw something like that Heck one yeah. day. But um, they had a, you know, they had the band. They had it so well laid out and so well organized. It was really, really. What I liked about it is it takes a cooking competition and turns it into a family friendly event with having the public side of it, where people are getting to actually try. And that's what makes it tough, I guess, in barbecue in different towns, municipalities, dealing with local health department rules and stuff. I mean, there's always a chance. I guess you know, crawfish is less likely because it's. In its shell when it's cooked, yeah. as long as it's cooked properly. But I mean, I could see them that that being a, that being trouble, like trying to do that with barbecue or trying to do it with something else. But I mean, it was it was a great time, fun event. Weather was beautiful. 
really had a fantastic trip. Um, and we got to go to Rizzuto's I, Italian Steak Chop House. I, they did have one. <laughs> they did have these things called froses at the crawfish yeah. event. They were. Frozen wines? Frozen rosé, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Those things are good. <laughs> I was looking up uh, daiquiri machines on the way back home. Yeah, yeah you were. I was looking daiquiri machines. That's the next office machine. <laughs> like frosé. Just don't tap. <laughs> just have it running all the time in the summer. We're just going to have frosé and nacho day. You. <laughs> nacho frosé. <laughs> they were giving away jambalaya and, uh, I guess, pizza for the kids. Yeah, they have Papa John's pizza for I the kids. I didn't try the jambalaya. And they had like a bake sale going on, like the oh, really? ETA or something. Was it was, a, bake it was sale. a good yeah. event. Parking was crazy, man, because it was like in a neighborhood, like old neighborhood in Old Metairie, and it was just up and down the street wherever you could find. We hopped Uber from the hotel, wasn't no problem, but if you go, know that parking may be you know, a challenge. But. If you had Uber, why wouldn't you Uber? I'd Uber oh, everywhere if yeah. we Uber. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was fun. Then we that later that night we had made reservations to go to that restaurant we talked about that Wayland put us on. And what was the name of that restaurant? Rizzuto's. Rizzuto's. And every, and people that listened to the podcast because I went this day. They thought you go under. You go last night. You going tonight? And I was like, yeah. Now we got a reservation because so I didn't stick around and eat crawfish at the end. I knew I was going to go eat this amazing. I didn't know how good it was going to be, but I'm telling you what, it ain't no joke. <laughs> it was good. Now, I may have been out of place. You know, country boy from Mississippi coming up in there. Because it was, it was pretty fancy. I think your money spends just fine. Money spends just fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, so we had, what was your favorite thing you had? I mean, we so we, the Spinala steak is what we went for. Yeah, it was We okay. had it at the end. It was good. Would I say it was the best steak that I've ever ate in my life? No. I mean. No, it wasn't as good as a ribeye. Yeah. I mean, Spinalis was good. It was cooked on like a salamander, you could tell. It was, you know, so it was Roos Chris style, had the butter in the plate and all that charred up good on the outside my temperature was perfect on it the the only thing i would say this when we said we wanted to order that when it was time to order entrees and we asked the lady about it and she was like the chef recommends medium and i said what, what kind of chef is this <laughs> like, what's he recommending medium for so i th- thought about that this week what does he recommend medium to make sure all the fat you know yeah i don't I, renders i don't know i mean i a, a, it, it could have been. It could have been that he was. It was salamander. He gets a lot of them sent back, maybe because they're not done enough for people, or they're, it's a fatty cut. Maybe he's trying to, you know, do that. Know. But for me, we we ordered medium rare, and my medium rare was perfect. Yeah, I had a medium. It was what it was. It closer to probably rare plus. It may have been, but it was perfect for me. Definitely wasn't too rare. Yeah, crab cake was really good. I had that a was great appetizer. My favorite thing that I had the crab cake was. All, I mean, go good. there for the crab cake and try that spinella steak. But the best thing I had was a fried oyster pasta. And it was like a linguine and like a creamy lemon sauce with these panko-crusted fried oysters like scattered on top of it. And for a fried oyster, like these are not like any po'boy fried oyster or something you've got at a seafood restaurant down there. It was melt in your mouth. The crust, the crunch on it was... Excellent. I mean, it was that dish right there. Is I I might order just that. I would too. I yeah. Uh, just forego the steak. I've had that, and get just get that dish because we just ordered something to try it. We saw it, and you like fried oysters, so we said all three of us would just try that. The lady thought we was crazy. We was ordering all this <laughs> stuff. I said, look, we're just want to try what's on the menu. It's like a tasting. <laughs> it was 
good. Uh, yeah, I agree. I recommend those, that place. Though. Those oysters and pasta were really, really it's good. It's worth the drive. The night before, we had gone to Acme. Yeah. The Acme, we Acme Oyster House. Yeah. And we had just got some raw, raw oysters, oysters and a po' boy. But those raw oysters and that oyster po' boy I had that night was yeah. really, really good, too. I love raw oysters. It's about, like, it's almost May. If you don't get them in this week, if you don't get them in Saturday, I would. You, believe, uh, you go by that? Uh, what would you call it? Uh, I guess it's the. T- it's not a rumor. It's a. I don't it's know. Be a rule. Is that months yeah. that end in er or something? Yeah, gotta have yeah. R in it to eat raw oh, oysters. Yeah. Gotcha. I think that was an old saying because they couldn't transport them in the hotter months. That's yeah. what I. That believe. makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. The parish posted something about it recently, and they were like, "Yeah, they said that's not." Well, it's harder. To keep, I understand yeah. it's hard to keep them fresh when it's hot, but. I've also heard that it has something to do with the water temperatures where some of them are harvested. They're more prone for like bacteria bloom or algae bloom. They can get, they can, I don't know. It's something scientific. Like and you I can read see earlier. that too. Yeah. yeah. But that's, so uh, that's, that's always been my general rule. I don't want to be oyster sick. Yeah. You have me some facts. <laughs> there you go. Fact check that up. We'll do a recap. <laughs> Talking about why you shouldn't eat raw oysters in May, June, July. Then <laughs> August, I guess. Dang, that's several months you're supposed to eat them. Yeah. I'm sure I have. Oh yeah! Like if I I'm on the coast have. down there and they're selling them and everybody's eating them, I'm probably going to try them. But I know we got a, a shipment of oysters. They came from the East Coast, though, like Northern East East yeah. Coast oysters. But that was—I don't think that was in the summer. Was I it? remember was it? someone actually saying, "Like, you know, you're not supposed to be eating oysters in this month." Yeah, and we had them shipped to us and kept <laughs> them. Man. Gambling. We were shucking them. That's yeah. how I learned how to shuck oysters. Yeah, yeah. It's about time to do some more at home. I'm, I'm in. Um. So the community, let's go oh, to the cooking community. Before go. we do that, all right, I got to tell everybody how you tried to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we're, I'm excited. We're we're at the hotel on Saturday, and I forget what we're doing. We got up that morning, and they had Michael's some scooters outside. Yeah, every, you've seen these bird scooters or whatever. These weren't birds. I forget what they were. They were better than birds. Were they? I love They're, them. They're a little electric scooter where yeah. you can rent it, put your credit card up, and rent it by the hour or minute or whatever it is. So she was like, yeah, I'll go do it with you. Let's go ride around town. Well, so I was, was like, like, will you please All right, do this with I guarantee you. Y'all go ahead. I'm going to sit right I here. I knew you weren't going to do it. Yeah. One of y'all is coming back with some kind of injury. So everything's going well. I'm looking on my Life 360. So I'm oh, you sure. can walk, You were tracking it? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. kind of watching where y'all were <laughs> yeah, going, making yeah. sure you wouldn't, you know. Yeah. And so y'all rode around, did your thing, went to a little convenience store oh, or we, whatever. And we had our little gang going for all, two hours. All the way. You get all the way back. To the the hotel we're staying at, right? And Michael puts he stopped short. <laughs> he pulled a stop short. He was in front of me and he stopped short. And I, I don't know. I got too cocky. I was drinking a drink while I was driving. <laughs> like, had your little bag of Zaps potato chips yeah. hanging on the handlebar. Did it have a horn on it? You're honking at people and waving. You didn't have a horn. Or no, you didn't have a horn. You had a bell. Yeah. But, anyway. but uh. Michael stopped short, and instead of putting my brakes on, I put my foot down, Ooh. and I was going too fast. Wrong move, huh? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you're tumbling. <laughs> I didn't technically tumble. I just kind of... <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's even worse. <laughs> and I hit, and Michael's like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I just hope nobody saw that. And he goes, she saw it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Did somebody come over to try to help you? No, I got up real quick. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so you came back in the hot, limping in the hotel room, blood pouring down her leg. Like, well, I told you. <laughs> what are you thinking? He was like, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. It didn't seem to bother you. Have you seen the bruise on my leg? Yeah. And the scrape? 
I do love those things though. I tried they them at Memphis great. in May last year. Yeah. Oh, Jake Craig's uh, wife about killed herself on one of Memphis in May last year. <laughs> <laughs> right back up. They had them right at the, you know, right as soon as you come out of the barbecue fest and you could hop on them yeah. right back up the hill up Bill Street in your hotel. They're, I mean, we were having a blast until uh, they need to come with like myself. crash helmet knee pads. <laughs> it sounds like the knee pads would have come in really yeah. handy. I think they make you sign a waiver. The one I did was like, I'm get sure a they do. I'm sure it was. I don't I say, to, there's no telling if you looked on how many injuries those things would probably cause oh, yeah. people. Cause I mean, it's a little tricky to get your, yeah. you know, get the hang of it. Probably even, yeah, like, well, especially when you're over too, 40, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand if you're a kid. <laughs> like over, Michael's got, he's got one over the 40. house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see if road Michael's at the house if he yeah, comes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it again. <laughs> That's what you said. Coming in bleeding. Limping in. <laughs> we had to take a special run to CVS to get like bandages and peroxide. <laughs> bandages, peroxide, and a six pack of Coors Light. That's you're, why they're You're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's do this crawfish thing. That's why them tasted That's so why good. That's why they tasted so good. <laughs> Made my knee pain go away. <laughs> oh. Okay, the community. The community, yeah. <laughs> the Let's Get to Cooking Community Day. So this next week, we're going to be giving away a $100 gift card to the butcher shop. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. But you got to be in the community to, to get it. To get, get it. it. How, how, so explain, the, what, what, how are we going to give it away? All right, so we're going to do a – it's not a rib cooking contest. It's, I guess, like uh, share your best recipes that you ever cook rib-wise. Like and more picture, importantly, right? the picture. Yeah. Um, share your best rib pictures, and uh, the person with the most likes and, and whatever this is gets posted. It's going to get a gift card? We'll get a $100 butcher shop. That's going to be cool. To the butcher shop in Pensacola, Florida. You can get the you some of them shop. Wagyu ribeyes with that. Heck yeah. Or some tri-tips or some skirt steak. Just in time Put for Put it in on a brisket. Season. Heck yeah. In time for grilling season. So, um, Eric sent a link to a pork brisket where you can buy a pork brisket. Was that from Porter Road? Yes. I, I commented on that in there. I saw that. And I, I think Porter order? Road, well, I think Porter Road's one of those, um, is it like a box delivery where you got to, or can you just order direct from them? I hadn't looked them up, but I was thinking it was like the butcher box or yeah. Uh, is that what it is? I don't know. I just looked at it. it appeared- I think it comes out of Nashville though. I think I saw a comment say. It appeared to be like that, but then it, from what I saw, it looked like you could also just order individual cuts of meat yeah. as well. Yeah. So. yeah, this looks like That's you can cool. just order it. So it's only $26 for a, for a, pork for a 1.2 to 1.75 pound pork so it's brisket. It's like tri-tip size. Ships frozen. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to... You may order it up. Hey, well, we'll get out of here. It says stuff. you get free ground shipping at $100. Well, we might order some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much you say it was? It was only 26 bucks. Yeah, for a pork brisket. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That's interesting, yeah. I need to try but one. Thanks to Eric for sending that Pork over. Brisket burn ins. That sounds good. Ooh, make them sweet. Yeah, you're gonna order, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I have four in my cart. <laughs> they get you on that free shipping level. Yeah, yeah. Gotta put at least a hundred dollars in there. So, hey. Because I bet. The way I look at it, if I'm going to spend 10, 12 bucks in shipping, I might as well get something else and boost that level up. So it'll be close to 100 bucks anyway. Heck yeah. Our freezer's starting to. Calm down. <laughs> We're going through it some. Yeah. <laughs> Taking some stuff out. Um, <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that reminded me of you. 
It said, it's a Fraser, not a museum. The best thing I saw this week, the best thing I saw this week on the um, page was from Tony. He did a smoked orange ginger pork steak. He served mm. it with bok choy stir fry that. and a spicy kimchi. Was it cut up pork steak or it like, was, uh, a, or like pork, a piece of pork steak? Pork, Man, that pork sounds steak. delicious. I know. I like, I like Asian-y flavors in yeah, pork. Yeah. So what do you serve it with? A stir fry and a bok, bok choy stir fry and spicy kimchi. Okay. Kimchi and pork steak. Now that's I love kimchi with beef. I don't think I've ever tried it with pork, but man, that's got me thinking right there. I got to try that. I think that's a great idea because you got the fattiness in the pork. That yep, that's what I've got so a well. great glaze that that I could do to form. Oh yeah, yeah. Add a little sesame seeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I saw um someone else did they use that Melinda's sticky Asian wing sauce. But they used it on baby back ribs. I saw those mm-hmm. on the Weber. Yeah, they cut them in pieces. Cut up, yeah, and yeah. I think the they use a vortex on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see those. Those look good too. I've never, you know, I've never like grilled or smoked uh, loin back ribs or spare ribs cut up individually. I've fried them like deep fried yeah. ribs, and they're fantastic. Like when we do our trims, you know, we'll cut the ends and pieces off, then we'll cut them up into individual bones, batter them, and fry them, and toss them in a. Like a tiger sauce or something like a spicy Asian sauce. So how do you, so you cut it up into pieces and then you just yeah usually it. you know we drop two or three bones on yeah. each, each end of a slab of ribs to get that center cut piece we want that's all straight bones. You take those pieces and cut them into individual bones. You could fry the whole two or three bone section if you wanted to the tip or whatever. You leave the bone but, in. Yeah, leave the bone in. You just batter them, deep fry them, and it's 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 basically like deep fried pork chop. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. If you've ever ate. Close to the bone on a bone-in pork chop, it's exactly what it is, especially with baby backs, and they're fantastic done like that. You could do them buffalo style, but that sauce there, that Melinda's sauce, oh, I like the Melinda stuff. It's good. They it said that's good. like a sample pack. We thought we had just about all of them, didn't we? They were they were all very yeah. There's all of them. They're really good. Some of them were a little spicy, but Heck y'all yeah. liked them. Yeah, that spicy garlic parmesan. Was Back when so we, when me and Mikey were doing the wings Monday night wing stuff. We we tried just about all of them from different ways. They were all pretty good. And then I had someone comment that um, they think the 50-50 mix of vinegar and the barbecue sauce. Don't give away that secret. <laughs> they said that. <laughs> That's a competition sauce They right think there. they stumbled up into something. 50-50 uh, <laughs> blend. I saw, I've used it before in videos, but that's the competition sauce right there. 50-50 combo. They want to know if anybody you want else to really get it right, add you just a little bit of pepper, Texas pepper jelly. Rib candy to it. I'm going to get it real good. Do the t- double hot. That'll get it spicy. What's the double hot? Oh, the double, double hot. Okay. Yeah. It gets good in the wrap. So what do you have coming up this weekend, Malcolm? Man, I'm cooking some crawfish. <laughs> yeah. No joke. No joke. I got back home. On the way back home, I said, chill. The weather's nice. I'm, we're going to cook crawfish next weekend. So I called my buddy up up at Porter's and got me some sacks ordered and cooking crawfish tomorrow. Sacks plural? Uh, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but but I'm going to do, I am going to, I'm going to do my chicken wing thing with it. I buy my chicken wings and then when I make them a water, get my water right, I boil chicken them. wings in it to get, instead of adding chicken broth or chicken stock, I kind of make a chicken stock in my crawfish pot and then you boil them with your crawfish seasoning and all that. And then when the wings are done, you kind of got all the fat rendered in them. You got the essence of it in your pot, flavoring your crawfish. 
you pull those wings out, let them dry off a little bit, throw them on the grill, char them up, toss them in sauce, and you got you some Cajun boiled and grilled, <laughs> Cajun fried wings. They're really good. So we're doing that. They get this crispy, I guess, because yeah, 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 because you rendered the fat, fat the skin's still there, so the fat, so the skin gets crispy on them. My favorite way is you season them with king crawl, yeah. put them on the. That's it. Once they it's come Cajun out, Cajun grill. Yeah. It's a Cajun Cajun wing. That's Once it comes is. out of the water, season it with king yep. crawl, put it on the pit. Usually a pellet grill for. Yeah, because it's just got plenty of air moving. Yeah. Vortex would work on the Weber, but you could do them just on regular, you know, indirect heat too. I'll have to make some ranch. May have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how my dad used to cook uh, chicken quarters. Is he boiled them in a crab bowl? Really? Yeah. And for his big bar, like the barbecue plates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or that's for you know, we just do the liquid or the. What do you do, powder and liquid, or? He just make a pot of like he's boiling, going boil seafood. I'm not then, sure. I'm pretty sure he. I know he used the. Liquid. He didn't know. He didn't know he's onto something if he's a boiled crawfish behind that. Did he? <laughs> no. He <didn't> have, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm doing. I got to go to the store. I got to get my list ready, and get all my fixings for that. Um, Hopefully, probably, it'll be a nice day. Yeah, probably try to get a TikTok. I've got to brush up. I'm trying to come up with a different margarita recipe for our contest. I hadn't quite decided on what yeah. I'm doing, so I got to practice that this weekend. Margaritas. Because we're that's our Cinco de Mayo's next week, and here at the office we're having another little inner office challenge, and we're all doing. You're having to make a not just a margarita; it's a pitcher of margarita. Yeah, and so we're, we're judging them on the pitcher, right? So I started thinking about this last night. What if we <clears> do <throat> a like everybody gets so many tickets and they yeah. get to vote on everybody's margarita? Oh, that's a good that's a good way to do it. Instead of everybody having to get a cup and score it, yeah. Do we get to go in there privately, or does everybody you could. Get to watch yeah. us? You could. Yeah. So nobody knows where you're dropping it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. There's going to be, y'all can't gang up on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you can't gang up? Like, I'm going to put all my tickets in Why yours. Can't you? Oh, you can't work out no deals? And then we'll split the prize money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there ain't going to be no deals like that. Is there a way for us to like do? I don't know. Remain anonymous. We need like one yeah, official. We need, we need one official anonymous. judge who's willing to drink about seven margaritas <laughs> <laughs> to come in and be like, we get all of our ticket scores, and you got one judge that judges them on. They pick one out of them. That's like or weighs it. Something I don't know. I'm trying to think of. You're overcomplicating it. Yeah, I'm overcomplicating. Never mind. It's not that big a deal. Terrible idea. Yeah. You get a trophy. I'm just looking forward to the nacho machine and tacos. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. Just here for the fun. <laughs> but that's what's coming up. Uh, Memphis I will be Memphis and May's coming up. Man, load in's next Saturday, mm-hmm. day before Mother's Day. Uh, in fact, if you're. I've already started procuring yeah. supplies. Have you? Yeah, you have. We got a load from Sam yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Notice there was a couple cans of nacho cheese, so that means you know what the nacho machine's going to Memphis. Hell yeah! <laughs> you can be known as the nacho lady, the mayo nacho lady. <laughs> You've got all kinds of aliases. No, nope. that's even more reason to buy the frosé machine. <laughs> yeah, so you got to diversify. Frozen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I've got uh, before that Tuesday. I'll be on Barbecue Central wrapping up uh, the last of our four meat discussions. It's ribs to finish that one out with Greg, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about Memphis and May. He, uh, he usually has some good topics to cover. Uh, this weekend, if you're in close to Selmer, Tennessee, uh, my friend Danny Montgomery and his daughter Christy and husband Rodney are putting on the McNary County uh, State Cook-Off Contest. Yeah. 
that's a great contest. I think it's a ribs. I think they got a kids thing going. Of course, they're going to do SCA. It'll be steaks. a good contest. Yeah, It'll be a great contest. Real family friendly. Yeah, event. yeah, and that's. Uh, I guess that's about all I got. Um, we are about to turn our Palmer Home campaign yes. live again. It is that time of year. You know, y'all know go. that we love to support the Palmer Home. We've got um, same kind of deal. We're feeding, we're raising money to feed a family. It's uh, you know the things those guys do. Is they don't get any kind of government funding, so it's all money from donations and the way people help them raise money. So they're in our backyard. So we try to help them all we can. Last year we did such a good job. We're going to try to do it again, and uh, we. Did something special for the the donors that helped us last year. That I think we keep track of Top it. Top five, yeah. Top five. This year, um, we're going to do something here at the shop. We're going to do an old-fashioned pig pickings where you're going to come hang out with us, uh, spend a day with us, talking whole hog. in the class. It's going to be laid back, fun. Of course, we're going to have awesome food and yeah, drinks. Yeah, we'll have multiple courses. Big hog picking <laughs> at the end of it. I mean, it's going to be fun. You're going to, you're, you know – Provide transportation back and forth the hotel. You won't have to worry about driving, and it's going to be a fun time. I mean, I it's a good time of year to probably be I'm ho- in the, the fall. Yeah, if the weather's really nice, we'll set up our corn ho- cornhole bowls outside. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> cornhole bowls. I don't know, I don't know what you said. <laughs> I don't know if I'm setting that up. <laughs> It's a new thing we're starting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be be exciting. Trust us. Crowd's going to love it. George Strait's favorite. George Strait's going to be there. But no, you're right. I mean, it'll be a good time. Yeah. So that'll go from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Memorial Day to Labor Day. It'll be just like we did last year where we'll set up a thing where you can donate. And and you. It counts like if you help raise money too, not just the biggest donations. I had went or how how'd that go? Um, the t- like you can start a group and yeah. raise money as a group. That's um, right. Or a team or however we'll you have, want to do we'll it. We'll be talking more info on yeah. it as we get closer. It's a few weeks away. So it's the end of the month, so we got a whole month to get ready for it. But that's you know that's coming up. We'd love to help the Palmer Home. So, but that's all we got coming up. Think, Go Grizz tonight and Go Grizz. Y'all tune in and watch that. Watch them take out the Timberwolves tonight and move on to Golden State Sunday. Right. <laughs> yep. 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 Bring Curry to town. And watch that and see TikTok Tyler go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going. All right. Well, hey, Shell, tell them where they can find us. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How To BBQ, right? On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, YouTube and TikTok. Go ahead. I did forget one thing before we get to connecting. (laughs) We've – so the Soda County's had a wing contest the past several years. Oh, yeah, corporate. And (laughs) next Saturday, uh, we've got – Cooking with cornbread, Mr. Jason Bayless. He's he's the man that has won that wing contest the past two years in a row, uh, and he's going to be doing wings here at the shop. So if you want to come out and taste and learn how to cook the winning recipe, he swears he's cooking the winning recipe. It does have some of our products in it. And Mikey's buddies with him, and he's doing YouTube and TikTok and Facebook now, so you can look up Cooking with Cornbread, check him out. But he's going to be here at the shop, and it's a just a, a free demo. So if y'all are in the area and you want to come try some some really good wings, I highly suggest it. Next Saturday, I think it's 11 to, 11 to 1. 11 to 1 at the shop in Hernando, 496 Whitfield. 
I was going to say, right. is there anything, anything else I need to connect with now? No. And I'm it, so rudely interrupted you. As always, make sure you guys join our Facebook community. It's called Let's Get to Cooking, and there's lots of like-minded pitmasters. And like we were talking about earlier, there's going to be that awesome uh, rib competition here coming up pretty soon for $100 to the butcher shop in Pensacola. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this week. And we will be back next week getting ready for load-in at Memphis in May, and we'll talk all the stuff that we've been up to. We'll see y'all next time. We're gone.